a world of growing mistrust towards authority and power. Among a species with enough power to destroy ourselves and every living thing on planet Earth many times over, you have to wonder, are we being protected and guided by some unknown force to us, something that we can feel at least safe about within, without being able to point at it with any facts or you know, seeing with the eyes, hearing with the ears, or are we children with machine guns and weaponry enough to destroy ourselves and we just don't realize how fragile we truly are, especially during crisis periods like right now? I was really looking for a good news story to show you all, and out of all of the crap, and I really do feel like this week has been crap for news, with all of that, I found something that Abby Martin was really the first person to um, bring to the world, which is the Red Hill Naval Base in Hawaii has leaked petroleum fuel, jet fuel, into the drinking water of thousands of homes, leaving them uninhabitable. There's another story coming from the New York Times, having reported for five years that precision drone strikes have been killing more men, women, and children than we've previously understood. The greater point that I am going to land at in this episode of Waking Infinity News is that we don't even see until many years after the fact the real havoc we are wreaking on the planet. This is why in the next 10 years, I believe we are going to see more political, national, and even religious upheavals than ever seen before. I believe we are spawning a new species of human, and I believe a new religion is going to grow out of that. I won't go into deep detail. I want to get you into these stories. So smash that like button, comment below, share this video out, please. That's the best thing you can do. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and get ready for this microdose of reality and infinity. Welcome back to Waking Infinity News. I'm your host, Ben Joseph Stewart. We're five days away from Christmas, and I really wanted to give you all a gift, something beautiful to take home. However, as I was scouring the news, I do so intuitively. I don't just bring you the news that I find fancy. I bring it intuitively based upon what actually needs to be said. Sometimes it's stuff that the news is covering well. Most of the times, like today, it's stuff that the news isn't really covering well. These are stories that are buried and buried and buried under tons of other stories that mean so much less to what's actually going on in the world. And there's many things going on in the world. It's hard to narrow it down. But there's two stories that I want to tell you about. What's going on in Hawaii is the first one. And unfortunately, it's not just sad, it's sickening that there's not enough responsibility being taken for the polluting of the pure waterways of this planet for one, and also what's happening to the Hawaiians right now. Let's take you into this first story by Hawaiian News Now. And they're reporting, U.S. Representative Kai Kahele was taken on a tour through the U.S. Naval Base Red Hill. He said, there's not trace amounts of fuel, there's a lot of fuel. I can only describe it as having a bowl of water and pouring balsamic vinegar into that bowl of water and see the black balsamic separate from the water. That was very disturbing for me to see. It's probably the thing that shocked me the most. 
He went on to say there's not enough people to manage what is the nation's most strategically bulk fuel reserve in the Pacific. When asked if the Navy should shut down the facility, Kahele said, all options are on the table. You're talking a major, major operation, something that could require a dozen or so fuel tankers. There's national security implications, he said. And as I said in the intro, this is leaving thousands of homes uninhabitable. There are people who have gone to the hospital, hospitalized, and found to have chemical burns inside their mouth. The Navy is pushing off responsibility, saying it's not as bad as people are saying. We're on it. We're taking care of it. And what's really happening, especially according to Abby Martin, who seems to be the only one who's really pressing this issue, that the Navy is really not taking any responsibility. And they're finding ways to do what power has done for the longest time. We want our power and we don't want to lose it. And the things that threaten our power, we will do what we do, let's say, in the legal system. Delay, 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 delay until people aren't interested anymore. The news stations aren't highlighting it anymore. And then all of a sudden, all you need is some forward-facing story for future generations to say, well, why is Oahu completely destroyed right now? Oh, well, you remember it was this thing and this thing is just X, Y, and Z. Whatever the future PR agents of the U.S. Navy or the Chinese who come in and maybe take it over and the Chinese come in and say, hey, the U.S. hasn't taken care of you, Hawaii. Why don't we step in and take it over? I want to mention that because the Indo-Pacific Command, the largest Indo-Pacific Command is stationed right there on Hawaii. There's a reason why, even though it is absolutely against international law, even though it goes against it and there are many violations, um, you know, human rights violations, wartime violations that are happening right there in Hawaii, the reason why the stranglehold of the U.S. has not given up on the Hawaiian kingdom is because how it is located between the U.S. and China. Almost everyone says it all comes back to U.S. and China right now. And to really understand what it would mean if we were to shut down the naval base of Red Hill there, we would have to, as the U.S., put something else near there in order to make up for our faltering Indo-Pacific command. That is a stranglehold. That is a foot in the door. And with everything going on with Taiwan, the U.S. is not really willing to let up an inch because that could mean a mile in this whole struggle between China and the U.S. Now, which one's on the right side of history? Which one is the more correct? Which one's the most altruistic? I believe that it is corrupt across the board with beautiful people trying to do the best that they can in a very slanted playing field. With that being said, I'm going to move on to the very second story. The last story that I'm going to bring you is something that the New York Times has been reporting on and checking in on for five years now. And they finally brought out everything that they've been, they've been researching for five years into this story. A five-year Times investigation found out that the U.S. air wars in Iraq, Syria, and Afghanistan led to thousands of civilian deaths. Hidden Pentagon records show a pattern of failures in U.S. airstrikes, a sharp contrast to the American government's image of war waged by all-seeing drones and precision bombs. 
the military's own confidential assessments of over 1,300 reports of civilian casualties since 2014, obtained by the Times, lay bare how the air war has been marked by deeply flawed intelligence, rushed and often imprecise targeting, and the deaths of thousands of civilians, many of them children. None of these failures resulted in a finding of wrongdoing. So, how do I wrap this into a nice little bow so I can give you something for Christmas that you actually feel good about? What I have to say is, it's not going to be biological force. It's not going to be by some rational force. What it's going to be is by us deconstructing our belief that the system actually has our best interest in mind. When most people say that, they want you to distrust the system. I'm not asking for you to distrust. What I'm asking for you to do is to trust the only thing that actually matters, your own discernment. If you are not sharpening the blade of your discernment, but you're drinking in granular bits of news every single morning from someone you trust, then you may not come to realize that all of us news anchors are full of shit. All of us. We are deluded by our own mania, by our own sadness, our own loneliness, by all of those emotional hiccups. We are deluded. The best thing you can do at home is to realize trust is something that doesn't go away. It is not harmed, right? Love is never harmed. It is something that we wield or we do not. Trust is what we need right now. But not trust in systems. Not trust in the old story and the old forces that are driving military industrial complexes to destroy drinking water, hide the fact of it, not do anything to help because then they would be held um, liable for it. It is not to trust these systems. We are in for it. In the next 10 years, this world will change into a technocratic wet dream, if you will. Facebook has already turned into the metaverse because they know the spatial web is going to encapsulate the human experience. We are going to be wearing these goggles and wearing haptic suits. So we're living inside the space, the metaverse, if you will. What I'm really saying here is that we will only get through this better on the other side if we start realizing that there is a decentralized, open source, fully transparent way we can move governmentally, policy-wise, privacy-wise, and relationally, not just to other people, but to the planet Earth itself. The only way that that is going to come about is by us allowing for the rest of the edifice, the structure, to disintegrate, to completely turn back to granular bits of rubble so it can become the fertilizer for the next thing. So what I'm saying is the crisis before us don't try to make it better when it's on its way out. Don't try to save the life of something that is actively dying. Be present with it. Bear witness to it. See it almost in the most avatar way. See it for what it is. Give thanks for the lesson. Give thanks for the decrepit thing that is dying in front of us and have gratitude that it will turn into the fertilizer that will become the new thing. We are the generation we've been waiting for. It's not these old, um, let's say, swamp creatures 
in politics. It is not the old story. It is not people who are hypnotized by the old story. It is we, the ones who see that the whole system is crumbling and something is emerging in its wake. What is that thing? Who drives it? We do. We don't think we do. We have all these names of people with more money and more power, more resources, more reach than we do. All of that's a lie. All that media might, all of that propaganda is here to tell you you're just a weak one in seven billion unit of energy. Get back to your economic game. Feed us and we'll protect you. No more. This is where it ends. This Christmas 2021, this is where that lie completely unravels. Let it die. Let it go back to where it came from. It's the only way it's going to grow back into the vehicle that we drive into the future we wish to build. I hope this lands right for you. I hope you understand. I don't say any of these things to scare you, but hard times are ahead. Infrastructural issues are probably going to rear their heads in 2022. Supply chains probably going to go offline temporarily in 2022. Cyber attacks probably going to dwarf the pandemic in 2022. How do I know this? I'll get into it over at the deeper dives over at benjosephstewart.com. With that, I love you. I thank you for listening. And I'll catch you all next time on Waking Infinity News.